like I mentioned, I haven't picked up the new Street Fighter. And then my husband goes, no, wait, there are all these versions of it. Don't you want this super deluxe, mega awesome version that comes with <laughs> two figures and a bath towel, a toaster oven? And <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Do I want that? So now we still we still haven't ordered it. But I, I know I do want a physical version. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome on to Behind the Voice. And I'm joined by an amazing person, the voice actor of Cammy from Street Fighter Games. Recently see Street Fighter 6 as well. Uh, and uh, she is Caitlin Glass. Thank you so much for, for joining me. It means a lot. And uh, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. That's great. I Again, I'm um, as I said before, I'm a big fan. I, I played the Street Fighter V, actually. I didn't play the pre previous game. I played Street Fighter V, and I sucked at it big time. I um, very <laughs> bad. Uh, and I was like, I'm definitely not gonna, <laughs> definitely not gonna play online. Probably gonna just stick it offline and and take the the losses. It's good. It's better that way. Nobody sees. Okay. Me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I got to know from there uh, because there was a, there was a full storyline, and I got because there's a full like cutscenes and everything, which I really loved. Um, and I really you know became a big fan of cami there so you know it's it's fun it's great and you're street fighter 6 now these games keep on coming so how how has it been for you like to be part of street fighter as cami over all these games it has been one of the greatest honors of my voice acting career honestly i'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not exaggerating. When I was younger, I didn't play too many video games. We didn't have a system at home, but I would play at my mom's work and we did have Street Fighter 2. Um, it wasn't Super Street Fighter 2, which is when Cammy was first introduced. So the original Street Fighter 2 and I played the heck out of that game. <laughs> I loved it so much. And then another favorite when I was a little older was um, the arcade game of X-Men versus Street Fighter. Ooh. And in that game, Cammy was often part of my my tag team. So it was wild when I was still um, new in this career. I'd only been voice acting for maybe three or four years. And uh, to have the opportunity even just to audition for, uh, it was Street Fighter 4 back then mm. in 2007, was like, that felt like hitting the jackpot. Like I really felt like, oh man, this is my job. This is my career. Look at look at these opportunities that I'm having. Um, and it seemed like icing on the cake to actually get the part. And that was in you know 2007. We recorded in 2008, and that's when the game came out. And I've been in every of the every one of the new iterations ever yeah. since. So each time I hear that you know rumors of a new game, there's always that like fear like are they going to recast do they want to go with someone else i really really hope not because cammy means uh, so much to me so it is a great honor um thank you so much capcom uh, for having me back time after time let's yes. keep doing it yes <laughs> let's keep doing it i love i love i love your voice in it and it's so cool and your voice thank you. yeah your voice is pretty unique it's pretty cool uh and uh it, it's just it's lovely to see you you know return to the game every single time a new game comes out and other iterations of game comes out because street fighter always joins in some with someone and so it's just yeah. lovely um but you know like you've done so much so many other voice work and you're so prominent in the anime world you're so pro uh, you've done so many games uh so i i'm just wondering what is it like a day in a life of caitlin glass <laughs> okay so my full-time job is actually voice directing um so 40 hours a week i am a voice director for crunchyroll directing other actors and dubbing anime uh, but in the morning from home i get up and i record auditions uh voice acting auditions uh, through my whatever my agent sends me audition mm. for this and I will do that <laughs> so the mornings when I usually do that and then I head to work and I will direct all day from 10 to 6 and then if I have voice acting to do that'll be in the evening hours um, like voice acting for anime also at Crunchyroll but I do that at night uh, not every night and then I come home and try and have a life for a few hours uh, go to sleep get up <laughs> repeat <laughs> repeat and uh you know maybe one or two weekends a month i'm headed out of town uh, to a convention 
to meet fans and talk about the work. And um, yeah, that's a day in the life. <laughs> that's beautiful. To be honest, uh, <laughs> there's, there's so many things that I, and here's the thing, I always tell this to a few of the voice actors that I talk to is voice acting is always interesting to me. It's something that I was like, oh, what if I could, I could try it out. Uh, and uh, I, I do know that voice acting requires you to be an actor. And, and so it's not just like, oh, let's just voice. That's just not how it works. You have to play the character. <laughs> Uh, so when mm -hmm. I, when I when I tried it out and I was like okay this is this is great and then I realized I'm thinking differently <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to be what I'm supposed what it's supposed to be so you know you have done so much you you, you know the you know this senior director Crunchyroll uh, how how has that that been like ever since you've been doing this uh, how is that whole journey like for you like moving from acting into directing yes. or from uh my light just spun around <laughs> it was pretty organic early on i had just been voice acting for about a year and was looking for ways to do more in the world of anime and do more with uh, my degree in theater and honestly looking for ways to pay the bills that were at least related to my field of study mm -hmm. and uh so i just asked at it was funimation at the time if they were in need of directors if I could train or learn how to do that. And they just said yes. And I was like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I go so, for it. <laughs> yeah. So it was not nearly as busy uh, the, during those times. We weren't, you know, putting out 30 something shows every three months. Uh, there were just the handful that we would be working on at the time. So if I wasn't voice acting, I was allowed to come up there and just train on my own. I wasn't paid. But, um, that time invested turned around pretty quickly and I was helping out other directors, assisting them when they were out of town or sick. And then they asked me to um, direct my own things. And at the time it was longer running shows that I, that I started on like case closed. So they handed me a, a handful of episodes of that to do. Um, and it wasn't until 2007. So I started directing in 2005, but in 2007, I actually got my own show, all my own, uh, to work on. And um, it was called Suzuka, and it was a sports anime. It's really fun. I still love it. Um, and by the following year, I was doing like Oron High School Host Club and moved on to do whatever they would give me after that. There's some one piece in there. And through all of that, still voice acting. Somewhere along the line, Cammy happened. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I was I had also traveled to China to record some video games. And uh, it was a fun time <laughs> in my <laughs> life, in my early career. Just I would take whatever jobs were coming at me. And I felt very blessed that there were so many. And I really feel I got in on the ground floor of, of a, a new thing in anime that you know, as anime was truly starting to explode yeah. here. Um, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> it is to be honest. I'm not complaining, not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it is actually getting bigger, uh, especially where I'm from. We anime, I mean, it was prominent, but now it's like even more, like a lot of people now even more getting into it, especially when some of, some of those things are coming to Netflix too. And a lot of people are getting to know there. And then from mm -hmm. there, they get to, you know, branch out and see like, oh, we have so many new things. And so, you know, they're ready to watch it. And the, the growth of anime has been insane. And as you mentioned, like, it, you know, it's grown in the States. It is growing all over the world now. Uh, and it, it's the insane. World. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. so many uh so what do you what do you think about like you know the this evolution of anime which is just now gone from not only a few like select countries but now it's like all over the world it's phenomenal so recently uh funimation and crunchyroll merged and now we are just crunchyroll and yeah. to see how the company has to handle not just dubs in english but dubs in like 15 or 16 languages <laughs> it's crazy um now we're only dubbing in English in-house at Crunchyroll. So we're not mm -hmm. doing other languages at our, our Dallas studio. But the company on the whole is still in charge of getting all of these things dubbed in, in Spanish and Portuguese and French and German and Russian and Hindi and like all kinds of... It's so cool. Uh, <laughs> and subtitled in those languages as well. I just think it's really neat to see how it has grown to be this legit like i remember the issues we used to have with uh anime piracy and all of the online sites for illegal downloading and try and having 
actual arguments with fans at conventions about how much uh, anime piracy was hurting the industry, and they just couldn't seem to understand the cyclical nature of that. And to think that now we have these wonderful relationships with anime studios who are coming to us so that their content can be legally shared with the world. And uh, like, what a time to be alive if you're an anime <laughs> fan. Yeah. <you> know? <laughs> it is absolutely insane. And to be honest, there's a lot of my friends who are like, oh, you should watch this and this, and this is great. And this new thing that's came out. I'm like, yeah, I, I still need to finish this Attack on Titan. Um, yeah, there's so much. There's so much. I, and I think that a lot of people are probably learning if they didn't already know. I mean, maybe they just had casual knowledge that yeah. anime was something that existed. Or maybe they only watched the few things that they could, you know, find on cable television, which is totally fine. I mean, yeah. I credit Toonami for the success in America of a lot of anime within my career, like Full Metal Alchemist, for example. Um and then tons of other shows that have been through their Titan that you just mentioned yeah. and now my hero academia and all kinds of things. But um, it, people are hopefully discovering that, that anime is not in and of itself a genre, but rather a medium yeah. of storytelling. So if you are cool with animated content and you want to watch sci-fi anime has that you want a romantic comedy anime has that you want action. We've got that horror. We have that too. Yeah. Stuff for kids, stuff for adults. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all of it. It's all of it. So um, I think that's exciting to see people, um, hopefully begin to respect animation as a medium mm -hmm. and uh, the way that anime tells stories. And there really, really is something for everyone. It's not just cartoons yeah. or just for 13 year olds or something. Yeah, that's true. That That's yeah. like weird think of uh, like we have thinking like, oh, animation is for kids. And like, it's not, not. if you really <laughs> see what uh, this medium is bringing, what stories it bringing, then you will realize yeah. like, oh, my God. Uh, this is different. This is what uh, this is storytelling. This is different kinds yeah. of storytelling. And me being a fan of horror, I love horror. So me being a fan of oh, horror, okay. I just just watch some horror stuff. And I've watched a lot of horror anime. I'm really proud of it. Uh, and but it's like, <laughs> I really enjoyed them. It's like, like Junji Ito and things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Into the Junji Ito stories. OK, got it. I, cool. I, I, I enjoyed that much. I actually, to be honest, I've not watched a whole lot of anime, but I'm trying to get into some of them, which okay. are like known and an attack of titan was one of them that, that actually was my first anime that i ever watched and it got me so hooked and uh and then i'm i this new season came out and it's been out for so long and i'm like i'll watch it <laughs> uh, yes i'll watch it uh it's one day I'll, <laughs> it's just I'm one day one day yes one day right i'll get there <laughs> I'll just wait. I think the final season, they keep teasing the yeah, final season the of final Titan season. And, then they, and they extend it. The final season, part 85. Um, it will but I end. Think the, <laughs> I think the actual ending is supposed to be coming. So you know, just wait for that. Yeah. And then you can catch up on everything. Yeah, I heard, that you've last I heard, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so sometime mm -hmm. it will be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, like, your voice acting i've done so much voice acting and do voice directing uh, you mentioned like you, you were doing all of this all these jobs together and you were having so much fun was there ever a time where did you ever had that moment where oh my god there's so much to do did you ever had that thought like oh there's so much to do or were you like oh just there's so much to do this is great or was it like ever oh am i just will i be able to handle it was there ever a thought like that or just just enjoying everything there's there have been many thoughts like that over the years. Um, when we started a show that I really love called Oran High School Host Club in early 2008, um, that was a big time because it was something that I really wanted to work on. Would hope I was hoping that our company would acquire it, and they did. And then I had gone to China to work on a game. And while I was gone is when the company decided, hey, we got to get started on mm -hmm. this. And the producer that I worked for was like, you can't start without Caitlin. And they were about to give it to someone else to start it. And I would have missed like the first two or three weeks. I was in China for a long time. And um, then he's like, he didn't have, he couldn't talk to me because of the time difference and everything. <laughs> he, so he just told folks at the company, she'll work 12 hour days. Like he just said that, <laughs> like, she'll do it. And he was right. I, I did do that and I wouldn't have wanted anybody else to do it. So when I got back from that trip, it was 
uh, there was a long period of time, at least a month, um, where it was 12 hour days to get us caught up on the mm -hmm. time that they allowed us to like wait and not get started. Um, cause as soon as I got back, it's not like we started on day one, we still had to have auditions. We still had to get things written. Um, so like that was a time that was extremely stressful, but so very, very rewarding. Like once mm -hmm. we it's like that first month was like pushing a boulder up a hill. It was so hard. And then it was all downhill from there, but in a good way, you know, <laughs> we, we were on a roll, we had momentum. Um, but over the years, there have been other big things that have really challenged uh, the workflow and challenged what we as directors and actors think we can and can't do. Um, it, it, in order to combat the issue of piracy, about seven or eight years ago at Crunchyroll, we kind of, well, Crunchyroll, but then Funimation, uh, pioneered this idea of what we call the simul dub. Mm. So shows that are coming out in Japan are coming out here uh, legally in the States uh, within two weeks of their airing. So instead of having to wait for the whole show to come out and then the whole show to get dubbed, like which could sometimes be a year's time, yeah. uh, we were doing it. In some cases, now there are some shows we put them out on the same day in English as Japanese. But when the idea of that first came along, that seemed like insanity, like literal craziness. <laughs> what are you asking us to do? How are we going to do that? Yeah. And it started started with one director in one room and they kind of proved that they could do that. And then it, then it came to all of us. And then we got the hang of it. We're like, okay, all right, it's different, but look, we're doing it. And then later they said, um, what if you worked on two shows at a time? So you're putting out two episodes every week. We're like, are you nuts? That's just... <laughs> what there was a we weren't happy about it but you know uh we tried it and i think we've proven that we can do it um mm. uh, we have assistants helping us so it's not just a 10 to 6 thing some shows it's 10 to 10 uh with multiple people working on it but um i think it's done a lot to secure anime's place um just in in people's homes and in their lives and legally <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. because it's happening as soon as as they want it and if they can uh, be patient for a just a week or two instead of a month or two or six or a year yeah. um but if you had, had told me 10 years ago that that's what we would be doing that we would be moving from you know in a in a year's time as a director you're gonna maybe work on two shows and now instead um every three months i'm working on two shows you yeah. know every Every season we're putting out, like I said, something like 20 to 30 dubs a season. Uh, if you told me that 10 years ago, I would have said, no way. Absolutely <laughs> no way. What are you talking about? Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's been a, a bumpy road, but it, I'm really proud of everything uh, that, that we've accomplished. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, that's great. You know, uh, <laughs> what you guys have accomplished is insane. And uh, as you said, like... <laughs> It is. <laughs> yeah. Like all these years ago, if that was possible, like you would not be thinking about like, oh, that's probably not happening. But now like it's happening. Yeah. So uh, which is insane. Yeah. Like it, in, as I said, like it, it's it's it has gone worldwide. It is, it is now it's crazy because one of the things that I would say, Suzume, uh, the a movie came out uh, and I was yes. like, yeah, it's great. Uh, it's definitely not coming out here. And then it came out here and I was like, wow, this mm -hmm. is great. The director came. Uh, here and yeah. I was like, "What?" Makoto Shinkai came. Yeah, crazy. I'm, I was like, "What is this? <laughs> where am I?" So uh, a lot of people were like, "Where? Where is this? Is this real? Like, am I living a dream?" <laughs> so like that was very crazy. I was like, "This is great," and I and I still couldn't watch it. But like it's, it was great. So um, I I love that where it's going and it's it's wonderful. But you know, as I said, like all these years back when you started, you know, voice acting, uh, did you ever have those doubts in your head, like, oh? Is this is this going somewhere? Is this gonna mm. take me somewhere? Uh, or uh, mm. am I doing this right? Or this is not working? Like, where did you have all of that and thoughts? Or did you like, okay, I'm gonna take it one project at a time? Or uh, like, what was going at at that moment? Because usually, when when everybody starts out, it's like, oh, nothing's working out. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but it, did you have that? Did you have that anything going on in your head? Or you will you still collected in general? Uh, to some degree, I think I had that. The, the difference for me was that I did not approach voice acting as the thing that would be my career. Uh, being an actor is what was at the top of it. And because of where I lived, which is in Dallas, Fort Worth, where Funimation was, 
and the opportunity presented itself. I also happen to love anime and animation, so it seemed rather serendipitous. But even when I started voice acting, I truly thought that it was just a gig. Like, here's a gig that I'm doing. I got the job, my first job at Funimation. I still had one semester of school to go. So I was thinking in my brain of what was happening after college. And you're always thinking, am I going to go to graduate school? Uh, For a lot of actors, we consider moving to a different part of the country and doing like theater for a year and building up the resume and then going off to graduate school if that's what you wanted or moving to New York or moving to Los Angeles, something like that. So I, I, all of those things were still spinning uh, in my head. And it was just like, here's this anime thing that is super fun and cool. And I'm glad that I'm getting to do it, but it, it still felt like it was gig work, which most, um, actors, musicians, artists understand that's going to be a part of their life. And then it started to become more steady, even over like the next, that last semester, I got a lead in a show by the summertime. And, um, I went, okay. So it moved from being a gig to being more like a job. Hmm. And, uh, upon the advice of, uh, of voice actors that I knew they're like you because uh, I was considering a, a big move elsewhere and they're like hey maybe don't do that I don't think you realize this cool thing that you have and you really have a knack for it so maybe stick with it and I'm like uh okay uh, <laughs> so I did but it's just still with in mind like I'm biding my time this won't this won't last forever or I'll get tired of this or mm. it's just going to kind of end up being the same thing um I so but I guess I kept my options open. I'm like, this could turn into something awesome or this could fizzle out. Let's just see what happens. And in the meantime, I was, you know, finding a community amongst my fellow actors and voice actors and getting to be a part of um, Full Metal Alchemist, I think, is really what made uh, the difference uh, because the show was so popular right when it came out and it got on TV pretty quickly and with that came anime convention invitations and so traveling to conventions with your fellow actors and building the the camaraderie and the family really yeah um kind of uh you know that that solidified all of it for me like hey maybe this is it and that's okay (laughs) you know it's all right so that means let's let's explore what else there is to do in the realm of voiceover besides uh anime here mm-hmm. and of course just other acting was also a thing like i could also do other acting sure let's try doing some on-camera stuff and of course still do theater but once i started directing that became kind of all i had time for <laughs> <laughs> and, and um i still do theater now and then i did get married and we moved uh and lived in another country for a year and a half so i kind of put all of this career on hold and i don't wow. I think that's wild. When I think about that, I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Not the getting married part, but like the moving away (laughs) and just leaving my career. But perhaps I was assuming, you know, it all fell into my lap to begin with. Mm. So it's probably still going to be there when I get back. And uh, that was absolutely the case. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) true. Thank God. (laughs) So I just picked up right where I left off. And um, and here we are. Yeah. That's that's a that's so epic. I just love that. It, you know, <laughs> it's it, it inspires me, and I I hope it inspires a lot of people. Like, but you know, you you continue to go with it. You, you're not like, you know, a lot of people doubt themselves a lot, and I'm one of them. Hi, uh, I doubt like you, you doubt themselves a lot. Like, but okay, you, whatever you're doing, and it's not exactly working out, and and you immediately go to a conclusion where like, oh, it's not. It's not working. Obviously, I, I, something's wrong. I, I, I should quit. I should stop. And you know, instead of like keep on working at it, trying to improve what you, you know, what you did before and all that, and just you know, simple, mm-hmm. simple things, and being patient, which is something that I don't have. <laughs> uh, but you know, something, something to that is that I feel like is something that everybody should have. But you know, your your journey and and your whatever whatever you have to, you have done over the years is is very inspirational so uh it, it inspires me uh, at, at least to you know keep on pushing and being patient in level one at least uh, so so that i can get somewhere <laughs> keep on keeping on keep on keeping on <laughs> that's wonderful but uh you know you have done voice acting as as, as i said you know so many get, got to go to conventions and you know all of this but do you remember like your first convention that you ever got to be a part of how is that oh how is that like i I remember it like it was yesterday, actually. 
Um, it's at a hotel here in Dallas. So because like I drive by that hotel almost every day. So I can't, <laughs> I'm always being reminded seriously <laughs> wow. of my first convention. Yeah, it was in 2004. Um, so the same year that I got started. So I started in January of 2004 and uh, September of 2004 it was Labor Day weekend. I believe there's a convention in Dallas and I was not um, a guest at the convention, but I had never been to a convention before, even as a fan. Wow. And so um, voice actor friends were like, you should come out, just come out, find us. We'll get you a badge. We'll get you in. I'm like, oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> um, so I went and Full Metal Alchemist was coming. Everyone knew that it was going to be on TV and some of the main cast, but not me, um, had been announced and uh, were there at the convention. And so I was sitting in a panel with the other attendees while some voice actor friends were on the stage and someone up there knew that I was in the audience and they said, oh yeah, and then there's Caitlin Glass, so she's going to be Winry in Full Metal Alchemist. And everyone in the crowd went, <gasps> and then turned around to see who they were pointing at. And I was like, uh -oh. What did I do? I didn't I didn't even know at the time. I don't think I knew what I had just been cast in. Like I knew it was cool. I'd been reading like New Type magazine and whatever um stuff in English I could get my hands on about things coming out. So like I knew it was a big deal, but I didn't know that it was a, a like such a big deal. <laughs> People were coming up to me after that panel and they wanted my autograph. I'm like, "You haven't even heard me. What if I'm terrible? What if I suck?" But sure, let me sign that. Let okay. <laughs> um yeah. And uh, then some staff at the convention were like, hey, if you just want to join in on any of this stuff the rest of the weekend, you feel free. So uh, I didn't want to encroach on anyone. But if uh, a voice actor friend was like, come with me on this panel, then I did. By the end of the weekend, I'd been on panels. Wow. The con staff took me uh, around to go uh, eat with them and do all the stuff with them. I'm like, this is crazy. And I was meeting <laughs> people that were already that I was starstruck, starstruck to meet people like Steve Bloom and Bo Billingsley and John Young Bosch and um, all all in my first weekend at my very first convention. Um, so it, cool. it's, it's, yeah, really, really <laughs> cool. So that, that was my first con experience. Yeah, man, that is wonderful. <laughs> it's just your first con and you have all this. It's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's yeah, for here, at least for me, I've it's so weird. I've never been to a con and it just drives oh. me crazy. I'm like, oh my God, I want to, I want to meet people. But the thing is like, I'm so much into video games and there's no such con here about that, which drives oh. me insane. And because like, you know, I want to meet these, these people that I know and, and I've heard and all that stuff. But it, for that, I have to travel to a different world, part of the world. And it's like, oh gosh, it's yeah. like a whole different thing. So I always wish and uh, that one day, sometime, will, will be the yeah. time. <laughs> Even once One would thing be great. about conventions, yeah, conventions are always happening. Yeah. So if you missed it one year, that same one is going to happen the next year. So yeah. you really can plan. If, you, if that's what has to happen, you have to travel abroad to go. I think that's so cool. <laughs> I've never traveled abroad. For me, like I really love Disneyland and <laughs> Disney stuff, but I haven't traveled abroad yet to go oh. to a Disney park, an international one. So I imagine that that's kind of no it's not exactly the same as going to an, uh, a gaming convention in the united states but <laughs> the amount of planning that goes into an event like that you know it's it's a lot but it can be done it can be yeah done. it can be done yeah hopefully one day i believe in you i believe in you <laughs> I, we're gonna make it <laughs> i think i believe um, i think i believe but uh, uh you know like you talked about like moving out did you get to move out some like travel and uh you know travel across abroad and just like you know kind of like tour around or like did you get to do that somewhere or did you have like a favorite place that you got to go to mm. well i lived in madrid when when my husband and i moved abroad we moved to spain so i lived in spain for a year and a half and um while we were there we hopped around to other nearby places in europe but most of the time we were working we were teaching english and trying to just survive off of our english teaching um, money and not use our, our American funds. And, um, but we would just go other places around Spain. Uh, we had family in Italy. We'd go down there and visit them, um, hopped over to France. And that was cool. Cause I'd never been to France before, uh, went to Germany. So just a lot of the European countries I've made a stop in, been to England a couple of times. 
Um, I mentioned that I've been to China. I've been to China a couple of times also. Still, after all this time in anime, haven't been to Japan. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so busy. It's because when I go, I just want to stay there for like two yeah. months. There's so much that I want to do. I don't know that Crunchyroll will let me be gone for two months. So. <laughs> you are what? <laughs> two so, months? Excuse yeah, me? Yeah. You're like, what? Um, like, I'll go work at the office there. We have one. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've been down to Australia for uh, some conventions, and that's been really special. Um, yeah, I would love to go to uh, any convention in Latin America or even in Mexico or like Puerto Rico. That would be really cool. I know they have conventions there. Yeah, um, it'd be fun. But I don't know if you meant have I traveled for cons or work or have I just traveled? Um, yeah, uh, period. I'm, 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 I'm good I guess with the answer is yes to both. <laughs> and I go to Canada. I'm headed to Canada later this year. Wow. Um, that'll be awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. Uh, traveling is something that I recently kind of started a little bit, just a tiny bit. Uh, so <laughs> it's just like I'm go all... see the world. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> just go. I'll travel all around the world. Yes, uh, yes. once sometime. I don't know when, but yeah, that'd be great. Uh, but you know, it's I for me the world of video game is just magnificent, and I play games almost every day. Uh, that has reduced, to be honest. But I played games a lot, uh, and it's just uh, fun to play different kinds of games. And wh whoever gets to, and I love, you know, listening to these characters, and they have these different stories that uh, that the game provides. And it's just so cool to get to be a part of, listen to it, see it, visualize it. Uh, and I'm a big fan of dramatic moments, so I love uh, crying, which sounds weird. Uh, but like, uh, it's <laughs> no, just, <that's> great. <laughs> I just love, I love just dramatic moments. It's so cool because it gets me connected even more to the characters and, and I get just like, to get to experience them even better and the story even better. But did you get to, when you got to be Cammy and, and you, you know, played that character and when you got to conventions for Street Fighter, of being part of that, mm. did you remember, like, what was it like at that point? Uh, like, you know, get all these fans getting to Street Fighter, getting to meet these characters, getting to meet you. What was that like, you know, a, a video game convention of, for Street Fighter? I, I've i only, have I been to a game convention? I've maybe just been to one or two conventions that are video game specific. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the time I'm at anime conventions or pop culture conventions where there are also movie stars and TV stars and um things like that so it's a little bit of everything you know like the, the comic cons basically yeah. uh so i i don't think i've even i don't want to say i haven't done i don't recall us doing a hey meet the cast of street fighter here at this con on this panel um but a lot of my castmates from the various iterations of the game are voice actors that I've been working with over the years anyway. Yeah. So at any given convention, I'm there with someone else who is in Street Fighter. The cast that we started with, um, I might there I think I might be one of the only ones from Street Fighter Four that's still in it. Wow. Uh, by, by Street Fighter Six, uh, Kyle Bear, who who plays Ryu, he's still hmm. uh, in there, which is awesome because he's from here in Dallas, Texas, also. Wow! Like we know each other from anime and all of that. That's um, so cool. So so he's there and I'm there, and I don't remember. My apologies to the rest of my castmates <laughs> if you have been in it since four and I have forgotten. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so now because. Yeah, over the, the three games, there are tons of other characters were introduced, especially in Street Fighter V. There were so mm. many characters in, in yeah. five by the end of all the DLCs and stuff. Um got there there are dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but it's it's neat now to see like a, a whole new generation of even younger voice mm. actors. Yeah. People who were in like middle school or something when I started voice acting and now they're over here playing you know, DJ and uh, oh. the new Blanca and things. I'm like, what is crazy? This is really <laughs> cool. People that I have directed in anime, you know, are also my colleagues and, and counterparts in this game. So I'm really excited um, for them. And because of the world tour aspect of Street Fighter Six and like building your own character, there's a whole, um, you know, cabinet full mm. of player voices that you get to choose to be your own avatar's voice. So all of my actor friends play those guys too. And yeah. I didn't even know until <laughs> all of the announcements started coming out. Um, 
because the Capcom will make announcements. I had to wait so long. I'll tell you what, it was so frustrating. <laughs> um, so frustrating because there was that very unfortunate leak of mm. the character designs um, before they were ready to show them. So um, because of that, everyone knew like here are what the main, you know, 16 or whatever characters are going to be. But I still was not allowed to confirm that I was back as Cammy until Capcom made their reveal. And they were doing like two characters at a time oh, yeah. and it was taken all year. And I'm like, oh, I'm dying <laughs> Capcom. Um, and then finally they announced Cammy and it was like the happiest day. And I'm like, yay, hooray. And everyone's going nuts and talking about her redesign and yeah. all of that. Um, but the rest of the cast um, aren't usually aren't allowed to say that they are in a thing until it has officially come out. Mm -hmm. So on release day, on June 2nd, you know, all the social media was just like, uh, I'm so excited to announce yeah. I'm such and such a street fighter. I'm so thrilled to say I play blah, blah, blah in street. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dang, this is just like, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing here, but us street fighters. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was really cool. It's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. I, I, I remember that like a lot of people are posting like, uh, you know, being a part of street fighter. I was like, wow, oh, street fighter game came out. And uh, it was so, so cool to see. And one of my friends is like a big, massive fan of street fighter. And it's been, he's been talking so much about like everything that street fighter six has, uh, and uh, is like really enjoyed it, and and he's he's the guy who loves playing ranked, so he is great at ranked, okay. and so he enjoys that. So and and you know, and I remember Cami. Uh, the trailer came out for Cami, and the moments for Cami, even the trailer in the main trailer, Cami was it. So I remember like yeah. the redesign, like it's a completely different design, and I loved it. And I rem I also see there's a, a there's a bunch of people who who are very much into Cami, uh, in in ways like uh with with the outfits. <laughs> And everything, yes. and and they're like, yes. They like the OG. They're they, they, very mad. They want they want this version. Yeah, this one, yeah. this version. Yeah, exactly. What they want. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, I saw all of that too, and I'm like, why you gotta hate? You haven't even like <laughs> seen what she can do. Yeah. That and it seemed so silly because you know that they're going to release a, a skin or a costume, or you know, like you exactly. will be able to play her in the original costume that you're looking for. You guys, <laughs> yeah. calm, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Hold on. <laughs> Give us <Yeah>. a second. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of actually. There's also a lot of people who I, I saw and uh, just they're thirsting for cami and they're just yeah. really into yeah. it i'm like wow i was like yeah the redesign did that even more so a lot i think of, you're right yeah. i think you're right and they yeah, they, they, uh, they i've yeah. seen some videos about them like wow this is this is great <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh so that that was something and i you can see like how these characters cami and ryu like they have like done so much to the street fighter community and they, they love these characters mm. so much uh but you know like if you've done cami since street fighter 4 so do you remember any like or do you have like a favorite line or a line that you remember the most or you like the most or people ask you the most do you have something like that um that you remember of um i always i can always remember just like her first lines in street fighter four when you're going to start a match which are target acquired beginning mission like that's just that's what i remember uh the most really uh. um because when you're recording anything you you're not taking scripts home and studying mm. and memorizing uh, you only see what you're going to say when you show up at the studio on the day and then you're only going to re record it hopefully once or twice and that's it and and they get what they need and you move on so until i start playing the game because i haven't started playing six uh i can usually not remember things that i say <laughs> with the exception of the attacks of course so i know mm -hmm. that i shout cannon spike and cannon strike yeah. and cannon drill and spiral arrow and gyro drive smasher and all of that cool stuff <laughs> um and with the cool accent and and all of that yeah i love it yeah. It's so cool. I was like, I wish I could say in that way. <laughs> like, I wish I could have that accent. It's just so wonderful. Whenever you say cannon strike, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is what I wanted to hear. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> now, people ask me. So here's a, a pro tip to fans out there. If you come up to my table at a convention and you are bringing something Street Fighter or choosing a print for my table that is Street Fighter, I will absolutely do the voice for you like without asking. I will just start doing it. Um, <laughs> 
And I hope I'll do it right now. I hope that no one thinks I'm being pretentious. Uh, it's just that's what you came for. And I know that my actual voice doesn't sound like that. So like, let me do it for you. Yeah. And the whole time that they're there, we'll just have conversations with the voice. I'll ask, uh, do you play as Cammy or do you get beaten by Cammy? And do you have a favorite move? And what is it? And let me write that um, on there for you. Um, so, yeah, she's been a dream. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, it, it, she is, she's uh, amazing. And I love every, a lot of Street uh, Fighter uh, characters as well. So it's just fun to try playing Street Fighter and, uh, uh, you know, getting my uh, my ass added to me. But like, it's it's fun uh, to, to get all these characters and get to play it. But, you know, Street Fighter has been such a popular game over the years. You know, it's still hey. going and there's so many iterations coming on. People still want more. People want another Street Fighter. But do you ever think like... like yeah, go ahead. You might want to say something. No, I was going to say, this one just came out. This one just came out. Yeah, this one just Calm came down. out. Yeah, this one came out. And people, like, they'll always be, like, even next year, I believe that like, people, like, uh, will be like, oh, there's something, should be something about Street Fighter. I'm like, didn't that come out last year? Uh, but, you know, the, it's, it's just, like, everybody is, like, I, uh, love Street Fighter so much. And, you know, now nowadays, there's a lot of games uh, being tried to convert it into movies as well. So do you think that mm. that is ever possible that there will be a Street Fighter movie or something? I think they might try again. There was one when I was yeah. a, a lot younger. Who is it? It was like Jean-Claude Van Damme was in that. Yeah, is that I true? So. Am I imagining that? Uh, Did I, I make don't... that up? Maybe it's not him. <laughs> but I know like Raul Julia was in it. Kylie Minogue played Cammy. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I remember seeing it uh, back then and that, you know, it's uh apparently not apparently it's not the best movie it's not, no. um <laughs> but there is there's so much uh really neat storyline and, and plot to be uh used and and developed and yeah since hollywood can't seem to have many original ideas of their own it <laughs> makes sense that they would like hey let's take this but generally um i, I feel like maybe just the last of us on hbo is finally something that yeah. is a uh, a cinematic interpretation of a game that has been successful. Yeah. Um, I suppose, I mean, you mentioned that you like horror stuff. I really don't, and I don't like being scared, so I'm not <laughs> into games like like Resident Evil. But, I, you know, there's a whole slew of Resident Evil movies. I have no idea if they're any good. So maybe I'm speaking out of turn by saying there isn't another successful video game adaptation <laughs> to film besides The Last of Us. But um, doesn't mean there couldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you mentioned like Resident Evil movies, which were, I I, I enjoyed them, and that's that's all I will say. Yeah, but that's like it's it. that's okay. it. <laughs> uh, you know, like a lot of and there's you know they have tried to make Resident Evil again and again, uh, not again and again. They recently did with, with Netflix, which also didn't really work out. So like the, the, mm. they tried that, but Last of Us, as I mentioned, was like one of those is the one at the moment right now to really uh, you know make the movie or the series as per how the game was and take it take it from there and you know build from that and not uh, build something on their own which you know i know yeah. mortal kombat has done so many times and uh <laughs> it keeps on going I forgot, like i just tried i blocked that out of my mind <laughs> oh gosh i'm so sorry but like you know mortal but hey don't they have they have a new game coming out too don't they, they? yes they do yeah. have mortal kombat one's coming out which, which i'm also very excited for but you know the Mortal Kombat also keeps on trying to get into movies and whatnot, and it still sort of works out. Uh, and the, the recent one sort of worked out, and now they're doing the second one again. So it's just it's just cool. To, so I'm hoping that okay, if they can see that okay, things like Mortal Kombat is also doing something. I I, I hope that maybe they could think about maybe Street Fighter could be something. Maybe they should try once, or or see and how it's gonna be because there's always obviously there's like a big fandom of Street Fighter, and so I I just want to see if that that's something that could be possible it would be great to see uh would be great to have i think well i just want i want a cami o <laughs> in that movie that comes out huh uh, see what uh, i did there beautiful yeah. <laughs> i would love to have that cameo yeah that would be great mm -hmm. and just say cannon strike <laughs> that's right it'll be me it'll always be me yeah actor can try but it'll, it'll really be my voice doing adr for them that would be cool that that would be pretty cool yeah but you know switching from that game i know you also play uh were part of xenoblade chronicles uh and oh, yeah. you played elma there so how was that experience like in xenoblade chronicles i know that's a game that Ooh. oh my god people love wow yeah i am consistently surprised at how many people 
still love Xenoblade X as if it just came out. <laughs> I feel like I, I have more interest in it now than I did. When did that? I recorded it in 2014, so it probably came out in 2015. Mm. Uh, but yeah, people are still coming up every convention. Um, there are a few every con who were like, I love Elma. I love Xenoblade Chronicles X. It's so cool. Wow. Um, that was very fun and unexpected. I did not expect when I auditioned to get cast in that part. Mm -hmm. And then the, it was huge. That game for me was 40 to 50 hours of recording. Wow. Um, because it's a very long story. JRPGs typically are. But then the open world style of that game in particular meant having to record all kinds of possible things that you could hear <laughs> yeah. uh, as you as you go along. Um that was, it was so neat. The biggest treat after all of that was to then be contacted by Nintendo when they were making DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 yeah. to be asked to come back as Elma. I'm like, are you kidding me? And it was because uh, that game was recorded in the UK. Like the whole rest of the cast was no nobody from the United States um, that I know of, or mostly, let's say. I shouldn't, again, speak out of turn, things I'm not <laughs> certain of. But yeah, I was connecting with the studio uh, in London uh, from... Uh, Dallas to get that stuff recorded for that DLC. So I'm like, this is, man. And I keep hoping, I keep hoping that they'll figure out how to port the game, yeah. how to port X over over to the Switch so that more people can play it. But they're, when fans come up with the game, they're like, it's pretty much the only reason I'm keeping my Wii U so I can still, <laughs> yeah. still play this game every once in a while. There, I, I saw Twitter campaigns back when they were still adding characters to Super Smash Bros, like the newest Smash Bros. Or like, Elma for Smash Bros was a, yeah. was a hashtag I saw a lot of. <sighs> oh, man. I hoped, but yeah. oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I would love love to see that to be honest that'd be great uh, and since the you know twitter twitter people are are when they go into that campaign they just go into it and so i hope that that catches attention uh and yeah get to come, be, on, nintendo. come on nintendo what are you doing come on be faster uh but uh, you know like you, you got to play be part of so many games and you mentioned that you did play a lot of games but did you like what did you get to play at all like you mentioned street fighter before but did you, did you get to play anything recently or whatever mm. Recently, like I mentioned, I haven't picked up, <clears throat> excuse me, the new Street Fighter yet. I was about to get it the other day, and then my husband goes, no, wait, there are all these versions of it. Don't you want this super deluxe mega awesome version that comes with two figures and a bath towel and a, a toaster oven? And <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Do I want that? So now we still we still haven't ordered it, but I, I know I do want a physical version. So yeah. that's why I haven't played. <laughs> um, otherwise, I am a very casual and chill sort of gamer. I think that's the reason why fighting games are appealing, because you can pick them up and just mm. play a round or two and then put them back down. Um, it's not that I get bored. It's just that I have so many other things that I want to do, something yeah. I want to read or, or watch or sleep. <laughs> um, and, Very important. Um, yeah, but I do. I'm one of the, the many, many people who adore Animal Crossing and we couldn't, <laughs> yeah. we couldn't have gotten through the pandemic without it, but I, but I had yeah. played it long before, long before that. So, um, I put it down, of course, and then I'll pick it up every once in a while. I was actually just playing it today. It's like something that I kind of do while while you're doing something yeah. else. Um, so that's that's not embarrassing. Animal Crossing is awesome. That uh, is great. <laughs> that is a good game. It's it a is, fun game to play. It, yeah, it's super awesome. And then uh, I like it, I like watching people play games. I was about to say that's dumb, but like, what would there be on YouTube if it wasn't for people watching uh, playthroughs? Yeah. So like in, in college, I would sit with my friends while they would play through. Oh gosh, like Kingdom Hearts when it was brand new oh, and like wow. whatever game they were doing. I was just so amazed that they could do all of that stuff. Like the first time I tried to play a Final Fantasy, I'm like, there's just too many <laughs> things and I need potions and I need parties and I need like, but I'm out. Um, <laughs> Pokemon has been in and out of my life throughout the years. Sometimes I'll, you know, pick up the whatever Pokemon game is happening and play that. Like I said, I'm casual, which makes it seem, you know, like I don't like games. And that's not true. And obviously... <laughs> When I was young, I would play whenever I could, but probably because I didn't have um, a system of my own yeah. or even a hand, even a handheld system of my own until I was fully an adult. Um, I think that's maybe why it's not such a huge part of my life. Um, playing them isn't, but yeah. it's pretty cool that voicing in them is. 
<laughs> yeah, that's great. Like you know, you don't get to play a lot, which is fine because, especially me, like I I used to play a lot when I was in in even college school, and I used to play a lot at that time. But now that I'm working, doing tons of things, and I'm working on things, and I'm like I'm not able even able to get like thirty minutes in or to play thirty oh, minutes. So sad. It, it's how like, devastating. It is devastating. <laughs> to be honest, there's a lot I'm of so things sorry. going on. Uh, at the same time, but you know, it, it, it's just like, but I still love games. I still get excited about, oh, this game comes out. I'm going to play it. And when it comes out, I don't play it. But like, it's just like, I'm just excited for it. It's just so exciting for me to get to to see that. So, you know, even if you, even if you get to play a little bit of it, you know, you still get to enjoy something. And, you know, you mentioned about watching uh, playthroughs and stuff. And I, I do that so much. And uh, I, when the first Last of Us came out, I didn't have a PlayStation. So I watched this one guy play the whole game. was 60 wow. 60 parts of it he made 60 parts my god and it was like a i would wake up every day and it was like i think it was uh, i just my college was about to start in two months so there was nothing to do for me so i was like oh i'm gonna watch binge watch the whole thing and i watched 60 oh, wow. minutes, 60 parts of it and it was the whole last of us and <sighs> i i got so much it was so fun and i was so invested in it i was like oh i wish i had a playstation but i used to watch like people's reactions and stuff and i remembered the game like i remember every single part of it so when i got playstation 4 i was like i have since last was part two was coming out, i was like i have to play that but i have to experience the first game again by you know mm-hmm. controllers and stuff so i did that it was yeah. very fun and and you know nice. I, yeah i just love watching everything so even that's not dumb to be honest with you i feel like that's great <laughs> people people you know some people say like oh you you finish the game by watching it and you you know that's that's a thing now like you know yeah that's a thing of course i watch it mm-hmm. if, because i don't have yeah. it or or i just I can't afford it or something. So it's just fun. Yeah. Just fun to experience the, the story that way. That and like the the scope of the storytelling in those games is just really magnificent. Yeah. And to have worked on a handful of, of pretty cool games over the years and get to know the folks who write them and get to know some of the developers, their their hearts are really in it and they're brilliant people. Yeah. Um I work with with the crew at Gearbox a lot. Um doing various games and uh it's such an honor they're so talented those people are geniuses yeah, yeah. that's true um but you know with all these games is there any i don't know if you have that but if you have any uh video game franchise that you would like to be a part of did you ever thought of that or you just just fine with any part okay so i have not played any of these games but i really love the witcher like the oh. show so uh i think it's that's just a the the world of it is fascinating which is weird because i already told you i don't like scary things and i don't like <laughs> monsters and it's like a show about monsters but it's also a show about killing monsters so maybe that's why i like it but um <laughs> uh yeah i think it would be really fun to play in in the world of uh the witcher that'd be neat yeah I'm... i mean i'm already in street fighter i'm already i mean what else that was already like my game as a kid so i can't pick that <laughs> already done uh, <laughs> yeah that's true but, but... Truly, I am. Um, I so admire everybody. Like we've already mentioned, The Last of Us, but the folks in there, like Troy Baker and um, and Laura Bailey, and uh, I mean, these I've known them since they lived here in in Texas, and yeah. I've worked with them back in the day on anime and things. And they are stellar performers. And the the type of, like I said, the types of stories that you get to play in uh, in games. Type, what am I trying to say? The types of stories you get to tell and experience through games as you the player uh, plays uh it's just you don't necessarily find that much uh, depth in acting performance in the anime stuff that i'm doing occasionally you do but i just anything that i you can really just sink your teeth into acting wise is what i would like to do at regardless of the franchise so like yeah, yeah, it's amazing, and you be a part of so many things. It's wonderful, and you mentioned like Troy Baker and all all those guys, which I wish I could talk to. But like you know, he's in every game. This man, uh, so <laughs> he needs to stop. But that, you know, it's like poor it's, guy. <laughs> it's, yeah, he just goes in and just you know uh, does great performances in every game. So and he's just like mm-hmm. such a such a known. Uh, it's some 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 someone like I love yeah. to talk to, and someone like his love his voice, his performance. And everybody's performance, to be honest, whoever I got to talk to, I love the performance so much. And it's just like, I wish I could do that. That's that's the feeling. I wish I could have that kind of voice because that, that's something <laughs> that I, I always admire. I know a lot, a lot of people, I know some of my friends who are 
in the voice acting, trying to get into voice acting, uh, and a lot of people who are interested in voice acting, do you have any advice for them, um, especially when they're starting out or wherever they are? Do you have any kind of advice that can help them out? That I do have. <laughs> um, and my advice is always going to be that you should pursue acting first and voice acting next. Because only until you've really, well, actors are always learning. So I hesitate to say mastered the art, but at least mastered all of the basics and have your general toolbox of how to do the acting. Yeah. Um, you really need that before you start layering in all of the technicalities uh, of voice acting and also taking away a lot of the tools that you have when you're acting on camera or on stage. Yeah. You have your entire body and you have costumes and you have all of those things to help bring the character to life. Uh, in a booth, you just have your voice. Um, so you really have to have knowledge of acting <laughs> in general <laughs> yeah. to the point where you don't even have to think about it. Like what you need to do as an actor should be second nature. As far as mm, how you relate the character to your audience, you're going to be thinking definitely about what vocal things you can do, how I can make them sound this age or have this kind of texture or this accent or whatever. You'll always be thinking about that stuff, but you don't want to have to think about the how of conveying emotions. Yeah, And um, it's folks that know how to be real as the character that are going to book stuff that connection that a casting director will hear just by hearing your voice, you know, through some file on a computer, not meeting you in person. Um, but if they can hear the humanity and that character is brought to life for them, then you'll start booking. Yeah. I, I think that that I'd like to think that that's um, how it worked for me. So I always encourage people just pursue acting just pursue acting and see where it takes you. That's what happened to me. I just pursued acting and it took me uh, to voice acting. Yeah. Um, you never know where you might end up on the journey. You could start acting and discover that, you know what, uh, directing is really more my thing. Or um, if you're doing stage stuff or something else, it's like, you know what, I'm really interested in lighting or costuming or sound design. And then the there's a whole world of possibilities that have opened up to you, but you never took the first step towards, I think that maybe acting is what I want. Um, uh, that, it, that isn't to say that there can't be people out there who know that voice acting is what they want. And that is the thing they go after. And it doesn't mean that they will be unsuccessful. Plenty of people are, but all that I can do is speak from my own personal experience yeah. and my experience of working with actors. Um, and I know that I communicate best with and am uh, moved most by uh, those who make acting what matters first and foremost and not voice acting. So Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, that's the thing that I've, I've heard a lot, like acting, you should pursue acting. And that's the thing, that's the most important thing. If you don't know how to act, you can't voice act. So that's that's the <laughs> thing that that's that's gotten me but yeah thank you so much for that that is incredible and uh in the end i just want to thank you so much for being here being a part of sure. the of this and to talk about cami and, and voice acting and everything and i know you have like a I, I, correct me if i'm wrong but i know you have an upcoming movie uh psychopaths providence coming up yes uh, so... yeah oh thank you for bringing that up thank you that's <laughs> awesome yeah I, I saw that i was like oh this is pretty cool i like the trailer of it and i was just like this is pretty cool i hope it comes out here that's always the thing like um, whenever this anime is related i'm like i hope it comes out here somewhere so i can get to watch it but like i'm excited for it it looks very fun yeah, have you seen Psychopaths at all? I have actually not seen you... Psychopaths. I have oh, to yeah, see that. Yeah, because you're fairly, you're fair, you're fairly, fairly new, new to anime, exactly, yeah. right? I have okay, to, I have well... to yet see that and then go to Providence if that. And so I know, yeah. I know a lot of people. I saw the comments. I'm like, oh, people are like excited. Psychopaths is getting a new thing, and I'm like, oh, that's great. So I, I have to get to know Psychopaths and see how it is, what it is that people are so excited about. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're unable to watch the first two seasons, and there are some little short movies, mm -hmm. uh. That's okay. There's actually three seasons, but the third season is over on Amazon. And in the events of the third season are come after this movie. So this movie is technically a prequel to season three. But if you're unable to watch all of that, because it is a lot, I think it would be like 50 episodes of anime plus some mini movies. Yeah. Um, go read kind of something that tells you what the world of Psychopaths is. 
because I feel like if you didn't know and you just got into a theater, it would take you a while to be like, what? what? Like, it all looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, but there's, you know, some backstory and just the the world of the show. You kind of you'd want to know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I hope you are able to uh, check out the show. I did not direct the show. I'm not even in the show. Like it, it started 10 years ago and I've never been in any aspect of it except maybe some bit parts. And then they went here, do this movie. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Okay, cool. Yes. With all these amazing actors who have, you know, known their characters for the last 10 years and then getting to bring in some new people, uh, new cast members, uh, rather. It was, it was great. Like what a wonderful experience. They were all so talented. It sounds really great. Um, yeah, I hope that it comes your way too, and that you're yeah. able to see it somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll figure that out somehow, and I'll I'll definitely watch it. Uh, it's it looks very cool. That's as I said, it looks very cool. So I have to obviously, I, I cannot just watch Midway. I have to go back and I have to watch everything because I do that a lot. When I see something, I usually see something about anime and like, oh, it's it's a new season. I'm like, oh, there were previous seasons. Oh God, damn, check this out and then I check this out. And then, <laughs> I come up to it. So, but yeah, I, I, it just looks very cool. And I'm excited for that, that movie to come out and I'm excited for people to see it. It look, And I hope they enjoy it. And it's, it's wonderful. And you know, uh, in the end, I just, again, I want to say thank you for, for taking sure. the time for coming here, for talking to me. It's been wonderful getting to know your stories and everything. And it's so inspiring yeah. at the same time, you know, like to, to, you know, pursue whatever that you want to pursue. So thank you once again, it means a lot and it's a pleasure. It is my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. It's been so fun to chat with you. Yeah.